Okay, good morning everyone. Uh, the shear that we gave over Shavuos uh, was dedicated um, by Ari and Karen Blumoff in, uh, in, uh, for Elena Shama for Ari's father. So we'll, since I did not know about it, I asked uh, Mechila from Ari, but we'll dedicate today's shear so that Taraf Shlomo Dovah ben Yitzchak should have, Shama should have an aliyah. Amen, amen, amen. And uh, it should continue to be a Melis Yosher for all of us. Okay. Amen. So now, thank you, Ari, and Dr. Karen. Okay, so we are on Yud Gimel Ahmed Beis. We are two, four, six, seven lines down in the middle wide column. So in the right, literally a smack in the middle of Daft, the first one line is Trichas, and we are up to Amar Rav Nasan. So we are, okay, so if everyone has it, we'll start. Amar Rav Nasan, Bar Marukva, Amar Rav Yehuda. Remember earlier we had a machlokas between Beis Hillel and Beis Shammai, discussing what position one must be in when they are saying Kriyashma. Does Bishach B'chav Kumecha simply mean the times at which one is obligated to say Kriyashma? Bishach when you go down, when you lay down to sleep at night, Kumecha when you get up, or is it telling us much more than that, not just the time, but also the position one should be in? And Beis Hillel basically said you could be in any position you want. So with that in mind, the Gemara says now, Amrav Nasan Bar Marukva Amrav Yehuda, Al Livavecha Ba'amida. When you say the words, when you say Kriyashma, and the Pasuk, or the first Pasuk in the, uh, Pasuk in the, uh, in the first paragraph, you have to be Ba'amida. You must saying it standing. Now the standing doesn't mean from getting up you have to stand. It means that if you are walking, that you must stand still. Again, it doesn't mean Bamida doesn't mean that if you're sitting you must get up to stand. It just means that if you are walking, it means you stop walking, you stand still, so that you can have the proper kavana. So the Pasuk, the Gemara says, Do you mean that it's referring to that Pasuk itself, that those words you have to stand up? Or stand still? No, it means until that Pasuk, until the end of that second Pasuk in the first paragraph, which will be the end of the third Pasuk, if you include Shema and the fourth Pasuk, really, Baruch Shem, but until the end of the fourth Pasuk, you have to stand still. From there onward, you can be a little bit more of a, um, you know, a little more lackadaisical in your, uh, in your uh, stance, because we said before that only the first couple Pasukim require... Kavana according to some shittas, according to some shittas, the first parak. But we paskin la uh like only the first pasuk, Shema needs, uh, needs Kavana. And after that, ideally, it's best to have Kavana for all three parshas of Kriya Shema. But Bidiyevid, the only one that's Ma'akia that holds you back, prevents you from filling the mitzvah, is Kavana for the first pasuk. The Gemara continues. Let it says, just, I don't know if this is the right time to ask this question, but right. I wonder if it's such a. a uh, the Shema Israel is a big thing. Yeah. Why are we sending? Why are we standing through the whole entire time? And then when we when Shema Israel comes, we we all sit. We're sitting beforehand from Baruch right. already. Yeah, okay. it says, but, because says because you're certainly the time of Shema. We are sitting instead of you know Amida. We're standing at the time of Shema. We are sitting. What? Because oh, it says okay. So typically, most people have more kavana when they're sitting rather than standing and walking. Shema though. Shimon Esrei is supposed to be standing before the Eved. We're standing an Eved before an Adon. So you stand up like this. We've discussed how you're supposed to be. But uh, we're supposed to be sitting, ideally, for, uh, for Kriya Shema. This is just saying that if you're walking around, 
and you're already standing, better to stand still right. and not walk around. So the Gemara continues. Rabbi Yochan Amar Kola Parsha Kula. We're talking about the first entire Parsha. One must stand still to have that Kavana Ba'amida. Vaz Rabbi Yochan Tamein. Rabbi Yochan goes according to his own reasoning that the Amar Rabbi Barachana, Amar Rabbi Yochan Alach, Rabbi Acha Shamar Mishum Yehuda, that the entire first Parsha requires special Kavana, and therefore one should stay still, stand still from the entire first Parsha. Again, we paskin not like that's just the first Parsha. We paskin that it is the first Pasuk. The Gemara continues. Tanu Rabbanan, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Kena Shem Echad, Zukri Hashem Rabbi Yehuda Nasi. Rabbi Yehuda Nasi used to give Shiurim every day, <clears throat> and he always, when he started giving Shiur early in the morning, it was before the Zman of Kriya Shema, and all he said during the time of Kriya Shema was that first Pasuk. He did not go ahead and say anything else. So the Gemara says, Amar Lei, Rabbi Rav Rabbi Chia, Lo Chazin Lei Rabbi Dekam Lei Mach I never saw actually during Shema, during the Zman of Kriya Shema, that he actually stopped to be Mechabal Machshma, meaning to say Kriya Shema. He would give Shir from 5 a.m. straight to 1 p.m., which obviously the time of Shema was within that time. And he never stopped. I never saw these Mechabal Machshmaim. So what's going on? He never stopped to, to say Kriya Shema? So Amr Le Barpachti, which is a uh, nobleman, meaning it's a nice, uh, it's a nice phrase, yeah, Ben Gedolim or or a nobleman or, or a smart man, Talmud Chacham, You guys think that Rebbe skipped over and did not say Shema? Didn't you notice every single day that even for a, uh, a half minute, a minute, that he would cover his eyes? What do you think he was doing at that time? That's exactly what he was doing at that time. And since, now there's two possibilities why he was covering his eyes. Either one, so that he can concentrate and say Shema, or number two, we said last week when you say the word Echad, you're supposed to be thinking that Hashem is up, down, in all four directions. And there are those opinions who say one should move his eyes in all six directions. So when he covered his face, he was covering his eyes so they wouldn't see that he was looking in all six directions or that he was covering, his, which is what we do now, we cover our eyes to say Shema so that we have proper Kavana. So you think that he wasn't, although in fact he really was. The Gemara says, continues now, regarding Rebbe's practice. Choser Vigomra was read, did Rebbe, okay, so he said the first Pasuk. Did after he finished his shiur for the shiur for the day, did he go back and say the rest of Kriyashma? Oh, ain't a choser gomra. Sigmar says bar kapra omer ain't a choser gomra. Rabbi Shimon omer choser gomra. Those machlokas whether he went ahead and he finished or he did not finish Kriyashma afterwards. The Gemara continues then. Amar le bar kapra. Rabbi Shimon Rabbi Rabbi kapra says he was not choser. Bishlam lididi. According to me, who says he? Oh, I say Rabbi did not go back and complete the Kriyashma <coughs> after he finished shiurim. That's why Rebbe went out of his way every single day to include a topic of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And through that, he was Yotze in the mitzvah of the third parsha, which mentions Yitzhak Mitzrayim every single day. Why do you think that he went out of his way to, sometimes even on a tangent, to include Yitzhak Mitzrayim, clearly to fulfill the third part of Kriyashma. So clearly it shows it makes sense to me, who says he did not go back and complete Kriyashma, that he went ahead and he purposely stuck in this concept. However, according to you, but according to you, who says he went back and re- repeated all three parts of Kriyashma after he finished giving a shear, why would Rebbe go out of his way to make sure to include a concept or a topic of Yitzhak Mitzrayim every single day? So the answer is, you're right. 
he didn't uh, he didn't have to, but he wanted to mention Yitzhiya's time during the time of Kriya Shema. We mentioned in the past that the mitzvah of, of Zechiras Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim is every single day, all day, at least according to the Rambam. Rambam doesn't mention it as a separate mitzvah, we said, but he does mention it in the Sheish Zechiros. And the reason the Rambam doesn't mention Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim as one of the mitzvahs every day, we said, because in Shorash, Gimel, Shorash Tet, in the ninth of his 14 principles, he says that in order for a mitzvah to be counted, to be canonized in the 613, it must apply forever, knowing the Doros. And we brought a pasuk from Yermia that says, the, the day will come in, in, during the Gula, you must Mashiach, we're no longer going to thank HaKadosh Baruch Hu for taking us out of Mitzrayim, but rather for the Gula Hasida, for the eventual Gula. And therefore, since it's not a mitzvah that's no Igladoros, it's not going to be an everlasting mitzvah, just like Pesach Mitzrayim smearing the blood on the doorposts was clearly a mitzvah, but it wasn't an everlasting mitzvah. Since it wasn't an everlasting mitzvah, it was not included in the Minyan mitzvahs. So too, even though the Rambam doesn't count Zechiras, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, as one of the 630 mitzvahs, it's clearly a mitzvah. So the, he went ahead and he wanted to include that. He says, Rebbe went out of his way to include Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim every single day to make sure that he fulfilled that mitzvah during the time of Kriyashma. But technically, it didn't have to. No, in other words, Rebbe, the saying, Rebbe just said the first pasuk during his... No, but, but, but he said, he, he said... That he went back. That he went back. Afterwards. So the question is, if he went back afterwards and say, oh, Shema, why did he have to mention it? Right. So he says, because by the time he was saying Shema, it was after the Zman, possibly, and he wanted to mention it. See, it's time to get a bigger mitzvah and a mufkar to mention it during the time of Kriya Shema. The Gemara continues. But, 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 but he said Shema... Before, before, like he said, Shema's perfect in, in the time. In the time, just the but, first but, pasuk. Just within there was fluidity that he would add in. Correct. To the teaching throughout. The but he into the second paragraph, the whole first paragraph. Exactly correct. So now, so the Gemara continues. Amar of Yosef, Prakton. Prakton is someone who's lying straight on their back, flat on their back. Lo yikra One should not recite the Kriyashma while he was reclining on his back. Why? Did I skip? Oh, I skipped. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, thank you. Okay, the name of Rav, he says as follows. Rav Ila says, in the name of Shmuel, sorry, the Rav of Shmuel, in the name of Rav, So if someone went ahead and said the first Pasuk of Kriya Shema with proper Kavana, after that, it's two possibilities. Either he became so tired that he actually fell asleep, or... He was fighting sleep so much that he didn't say it in the proper kavana, yotza. He was yotze. So the Ramban says actually he was sleeping and he actually didn't say the rest. All he said was the first pasuk. Or Rashi Ben Yonah learned it to mean that he was sleepy and was really fighting off sleep and his, his head was dozing off and he was nodding off and therefore he didn't have the proper kavana, he's still yotze. And, it's just possible that he was lying down while he was saying it. No, it's possible he was lying down, but we're, but don't don't look at the next lines that I skipped no, over. We're not you, talking about that. You, you mentioned that's why I'm saying it. But so either it means he fell asleep and he skipped the rest of Shema, or he said it very uh, nonchalantly without kavana. Still yotzei because we 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 hold halacha that all one needs is the first pasuk of Kriya Shema to be yotzei. I'm on the Rav Nachman. The Dara Avdi. So Rav Nachman says to Doro his servant. And make sure that I am fully awake when I, re- when I recite the first Pasuk. Bother me, stand me up, 
pour cold water on me, whatever you have to do, make sure the first pasuk, I'm completely awake, but more than that, you don't have to go in and do that, because all, because all I really need, is the first pasuk, exactly. So Rav Yosef said to the son of Rabba, how did your father do this? How did Rabba go ahead and say Shema? What was his practice? Amar Leiser said to him, "B'psuka kama have a kometzar nafshe." He would really bother himself, meaning he would strain. You'd see it on his face to get the proper kavani. He was really working hard and concentrating, focusing his his uh, intentions and attention for the first pasuk. Tvei lo have a kometzar nafshe, but more than that, he really did not, and therefore. Uh, what we see from here, once again, that all you really need is for the pasuk, uh, for the first pasuk of Shema Yisrael, one must have the proper kavanah. We discussed this many times at length. This is the source of the, we'll see another in, I think, the Ramban says, as long as you had um, kavanah for the first pasuk of Yotzeh, and he brings that here as well, because the, the Ramban learns, not that you didn't say the rest with, with kavanah, you didn't say it at all, you fell asleep, and you're still Yotzeh. So this is the source, one of the sources of the Ramban says, that the only chi of Minatora is the first Pasuk. We saw that Rashi says the first Parsha. Tos says the first two Parshios, and then Rambam says all three Parshios. Okay, before we get to our next, we're about to get to our next topic. Let's just start. Amr of Yosef, Prakton Yikra Kriyashma. Someone who is lying flat on their back should not say Kriyashma, because if someone is flat on their back and they get aroused, it's, it's easily uh, detectable and it's embarrassing, and it's certainly, uh, we're going to see in a second, it's just, a, it's not the proper way to go ahead and to, uh, to say Kriyashma, and it's also not the way to, to go to sleep at night. So when someone's lying flat on their back, it's just not the proper way. It's, it's considered Derech Gaiva. It's a, it's a uh, arrogant way. One should not say Kriyashma. The Gemara says, Mikro, Lo Likri. Okay, so you tell me that one should not say Kriyashma that way. But what does that imply? You're saying specifically, don't lay on your back when it comes to time saying Kriyashma. But the implication is that one can't sleep that way. But we know that Rishu Ben Levi lied to We know that Rishu criticized anyone who would sleep on their back. So it's not just that they shouldn't lie down on their back, flat on their back when they're saying Kriyashma. One shouldn't even go to sleep in that position. Because of the reason we, I just mentioned. So Amri, so they said, No, you shouldn't lie down flat on your back. You can tilt a little bit on your side. As long as you're leaning a little bit on your side so that you're not completely flat on your back, it's okay. But for Kriyashma, Mikra, Afagat, the Masli, Nam Yasser. So sleeping, you, you, you can lean a little bit. If you're 10, 15% on your side, that's okay. But but kriyashma even that's not enough. Meaning kriyashma you should not be on your on your back at all. Gemara says Rabbi Yochanan must leave Kari. Ah, Rabbi Yochanan, the great Rabbi Yochanan, he went ahead and he used to go ahead and say kriyashma when he was lying a little bit on his side, mostly on his back. The Gemara says Shani Rabbi Yochanan gives a very nice phrase. The Baal Basar Hava. He was a uh, he was a corpulent. He was he was he was big. Opulent. Uh, corpulent. Yeah. No, so he was fat. <laughs> okay, we we say it nicer. So the bal basar hava, it's like you call him being bald. We don't want to be called bald. We're hair challenged, hair challenged. You know, hair, so, challenge? hair challenged. Nicer way to say it. So that's, now that's a nicer way to say it. hair challenge. Like you, uh... yeah. Okay, so bal basar hava. He was a bal basar, and therefore he wasn't oh, able. Basar. He wasn't able to turn <laughs> completely on his side. No, I like bal basar. Okay. I like it. <laughs> uh, he on. The meat. He owned the meat. Side. Okay, there you go. 30-foot side. No, that's very good. I'm going to use it now from now on. Instead of 
being uh, We'll reference you in the third person as a Balbasar. Okay, now, so came in the Balbasar office. So since he was a Balbasar, he wasn't able physically to go ahead and land aside, but for him that was considered okay. But for the rest of us, we really should not, should not go ahead and uh, say in that way or sleep in that way. Ideally, not even sleep in that way. So the Gemara continues, and this is going to be a very interesting, this next piece, very interesting halacha and a very interesting Vilnagon. So the Gemara continues. We discussed, if you remember, in the Mishnah, we discussed the different opinions on how one can stop in the middle of, of Shema or in the, between the Prakim, who one answers for. So he said, if you look back at the Mishnah, Rabbi Meir said, in between the Prakim, in between Bracha Aleph to Bracha Beis, in between the first parasha, second parasha, second parasha, third parasha, and so forth, one can ask and answer, at least that's what we thought it was, Shoel Umeshev, and in the middle, between Prakim, meaning in the middle of a parak, you can be Shoel Umeshev, but it says Shoel, you can ask, you can start, and you can give someone greetings who someone who you're afraid of, and Meshiv, you can answer. So what exactly does that mean, O Meshiv? So the Gemara says as follows now. The Gemara says, Meshiv, Machmas Mai, when Rabbi Meir says that one can go ahead and respond, what is he referring to? Again, if you look in the Mishnah, the Mishnah said, Rabbi Meir, Baprakim, Shoal Menechavot, in between the Prakim, one is Shoal, one can ask, you can start the conversation, you can give greetings to someone, say hello, Menechavot, out of Kavod, Umeshiv, and you can answer. It doesn't say Meshiv what? We said there's three levels. The Chol Adam, the regular Joe Shmo, your neighbor. Number two, someone out of Kavo. Number three, out of Yira. Yira means you're afraid of not necessarily dying because you're afraid of dying. Then we said, of course, you don't have to, it's not a Kiddush. If you're Pekuach Nefesh, you're afraid that your king is there and he's going to kill you. Of course, you don't need the mission to tell me you can answer during Shema. But then about Ema or Yira from your parents, let's say, the Rambam says, right? Ishimova Viv Tira'u. We're supposed to fear our parents. They're not going to kill you, but you're supposed to have a a healthy sense of, of fear from your parents. So the question is, when it says, Shoel, Mepnei HaKavod, Umeshev. What is Meshev? Is it Mepnei HaKavod, or is it something else? So let's see. So the Gemara says, Meshev Machmasmai. When it says Meshev, that you can respond to someone, what level is that? Ile Mepnei HaKavod. If you can say that you can respond to someone who that person who greeted you first was one of Kavod, Authority, and you have to respect him, or a Rebbe, or Tamil Chacham was more a Chachma than you, you have to be respectful. If you just told me that you can start the conversation with someone out of Kavod, you need to tell me you can respond. What's the bigger Kiddush? That you can start a conversation. Obviously, if you can start a conversation, you should be able to respond. So if it says, so you don't need to tell me, it says, Shoel, you can start a conversation, you can say hello to someone, out of Kavod, Umeshiv, you can answer. Answer what? Is it also Mnei Kavod? If it's Mnei Kavod, you don't need to tell me that, that's obvious. It must be that it's Shoel, that you can respond to even someone on a lower level, not on a higher level, Yira, of course. If you can start a conversation out of Kavod, of course you can respond out of fear, and you can also respond out of kavod. It must be that you can respond to the average person. And the Gemara continues, It must be that when it says that you're meishiv, it means to any person. And the last part of what Rabbi Meir says, when it says that in the middle, you're in the middle of a paragraph of Shema, you're in the middle of the first paragraph of Shema, not between the Prakim, but in the middle of the first paragraph, he says, you can start a conversation, you can say hello, to someone out of Yira. And then he says, Meshiv. What's Meshiv? You can respond. So, what's Meshiv? Do you have to tell me you can respond out of Yira if you can start a conversation to someone 
who has oh, he's supposed to fear. Of course, you can respond to him. It must mean that it's lower, one lower down. Meishiv machmas mai ilem If you can tell me when he says meishiv, it's the same thing that you can start a conversation and answer someone who you're afraid of. If I can start the conversation, Aduri, but you have to tell me that I can respond. It must be it must be that when it says you can respond, it's even one level. That's the Kiddush. You can start a conversation with someone you're afraid of, and you can even respond to someone you have to have honor. Tamar says, if that's the case, then that's the exact same sheet as Rabbi Huda. It doesn't make sense. All along, we're assuming that answering and starting conversation was on the same level. In the middle of the prakim, you can only do it out of yira, and in between the prakim, out of kavod. But if we're going to say that the answering is one level down, that's the exact same opinion as Rabbi Huda. It doesn't make sense. So the Gemara says, no, really, Rabbi Huda, because Rabbi Huda says, be'emsa shomnei yira, meishiv be'pnei kavod. Rabbi Huda, in the prakim, in the middle of the prakim, you would be able to respond out of kavod, meishiv lecholatam. So therefore, the Gemara says, no, you're right, it can't be that. Chasuri mechsera. There's a lacuna. I remember. I never heard that word lacuna. And, uh, except in this context, Rabbi Dulitz, Zechatzadik Levrach, my 10th grade Rebbe, used to love that word lacuna, which means a gap. There was a gap in the text. Chasuri mechsera. What does it mean? Hachitani. This is what it means. Um, when it says, Rabbi Meir says that in, in between the paragraphs, you can ask Nekavod, and you don't need to say that you can respond. So the words Vein Sarach Lomar Shumeshiv is inserted. Yes, it's talking about the same level, but it's not. It's saying, and you don't even have to tell me that of course you could respond. And similarly, Uba Emsa, middle of a parak, Shomene Yira, you can start a conversation with someone who you're supposed to be afraid of. Vein Sarach Lomar, and you don't have to tell me Shumeshiv because it's obvious. That's Rabbi Meir's opinion. Rabbi Huda says, Be'emsa Shoa Yira, Umeshiv Kavod. And Rabbi Huda says, uh, uh, one level down, a prakim, and in between the prakim, you can ask Neakavod, and then you can even respond to to uh, anybody. Tanya uh, Hachi, and this we're going to discuss in a second. Hakaris Shema Paga Rabo O Godomeno. So what happens now? Halach Lamaisa, you're you're davening, and you you're saying Kriya Shema, and your Rebbe comes up to you, or someone who's greater than you in wisdom. Ba prakim in between the prakim show of neakavod you're allowed to go ahead and say hello to him because you have to give kavod to your rebbe and you don't have to say that you can answer your rebbe ubaemza this is rabbi meir ubaemza show up neakavod and that's rabbi meir's opinion rabbi huda we said again just to verify that in the middle of a parak you can ask neakira and you can respond but in between the prakim you can even take it one lower level lower and you can respond to anybody. What's interesting is that the Gemara does not say who we paskin like. The Gemara in Erevin, Tzadivav, has many, many klale shas. Whenever you have arguments between A and B, and the Gemara doesn't say who, lo itmar, uh, itmar hochsa kamar, v'hochsa kamar, the Gemara doesn't tell us who, it gives us these certain level, certain uh, answers. Here, we know wherever there's machlokas, Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Meir, we never paskin like Rabbi Meir, we always paskin like Rabbi Huda. So if you pass in the which means that even in the middle, even Be'emsa, you could be Shoel Ne'akavod. Okay? Even Be'emsa. Sorry, you could be Meshiv. Sorry. For Be'emsa, right, for Be'emsa, Shoel Ne'ayira, or Meshiv Ne'akavod. You can only ask Ne'ayira, but you can answer Ne'akavod. Tosfo says something unbelievable, which is Halach Lamaisa. Tosfo says, if you look at the, uh, if you look at Yud Gimel Amad Beis, the bottom toast for show of Nehayira. Show of Nehayira. So Tosva says, it's the last toast, so there's only a few toasts on the top. It says, Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Huda, Halacha, Rabbi Huda. The Halacha is always like Rabbi Huda, 
when we go ahead and we have a machlokas, the two of them. That even if you are in the middle of a paragraph of Kriyashma or in one of the brachos, in the bracha itself, not between the paragraphs, Meshiv, you can answer Bnei Akavod in Cain, Nira says that you're able to answer Kaddish and Kedusha when you're dominating in a minion and you're middle of Kriyashma, you're middle of the first paragraph. Is there anyone who demands more cover than the Abishtar? Is there anyone that we should, if you can go ahead and respond to someone when your Rebbe walks in the room and he says, Good morning, Laser, and you respond to him, HaKadosh Baruch was talking to us. Are you not able to respond? Of course you can. He says, but not during Shimon Esrei. Shimon Esrei is a separate halacha. This is specifically talking about Kriyashma. So let's actually delve into this a little bit. <clears throat> so we say that there's a... Uh, this Tosfos basically says that during Kriyashma, one should answer Kaddish and Kedusha. In fact, the Mechaber Paskins in Siman Samachvav, he says as follows, the Kaddish Lekdusha Ulebarchu, when it comes to Kaddish, Kedusha, and Barchu, Mafsik Afilu Be'emtza Pasuk, you stop even in the middle of the, the, well, not the first Pasuk, we'll get to that in a second, but it means here in the middle of the, of the paragraph, you don't actually say the whole modem to Rabbanan, you just say the word modem. Listen to what the Mishnah Bura says. The Mishnah Bura says right there, Lekadish, Hainu, you say for Yeheshmei Rabba, until Almaya, you don't say the word Yisbarach, and you also, you don't say, um, you don't answer Tiskabo, Yeheshlom Rabba, and Oseh Shalom. Those three are, called, are not part of the real Kedusha, uh, of Kaddish, it's just a Minog. But you, you say Yeheshmei Rabbah, you don't say Amen if you're middle of Shema. means if you're between Alevecha V'shinatim Levanecha, and all of a sudden, boom, you hear Kaddish, you're supposed to answer Yeheshmei Rabbah, but you don't answer Amen to the last three st- uh, sentences. He says, because Eino Eluminog. And what about for Kedusha? What about for Kedusha? So the four different parts of Kedusha, Naritzcha or Nekadish, right? Kadosh, 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 Baruch, Kavod Hashem, Kamo, and Yimloch. So he says, you only say the middle two stanzas, Nekadesh and Yimloch, you do not say, but you do say Kadosh, 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 and you do say Baruch Kibbutz Hashem Im Kamo. So again, even if, now Kavach if you're between Prakim, but even if you're in the middle of a paragraph, you have to say Heshmei Rabbah, and you must say the second and third part of Kedusha, and you stay silent for the first part. If you remember, we had a big machlokas earlier in the, in the Gemara about Shomea Ka'ona. How does Shomea Ka'ona work? The Shomea Ka'ona means that I can go ahead and listen to someone else's bracha, and I'll be Yotze through them. The question is, how do we do this during Shema, uh, during Kedusha? Normally, if we hear Kedusha during Shmona Esrei, how do we, do we, do we continue? Do we stay silent? Do we say Shemona Esrei? So if you recall, there's a, two ways to understand how Shomea Ka'ona works. How does it work if Ayal's saying something and I, I'm Yotze through that? Is it that he's my mouthpiece? That's as if I said it? Or, and there's a lot of nafkaminas, and we're not going into that now, but just to jog your memories, or is it that no, that he's my Shaliach? When I say Amen, it's as if, or I don't have to say Amen. Some people say, if I say Amen, it's if I say the bracha myself. But if I'm Yotze through him, it's he's my mouthpiece, or is it that he's my shaliach? I didn't say it, he said it, but he's my shaliach. And this came very practical for, we said, Machlokas Rashi and Tosfos, when we're listening in, we're Milch Monesri, and the Chazin gets up to Kedusha, do we stop and listen or not? So Rashi says, you stop, and you listen, and through that, you're Yotzei. 
Tosfos said, if you stop and listen, you're so yotze that it's a hefsake. That you're actually stopping, so you shouldn't stop. So anyway, Allah said we discussed it there. But here, the important point is, based on this, that since we don't know who to paskin like, and Gemara Erevin says, whenever you have a machlokas, Rabbi Huda may like Rabbi Huda. So therefore, he says, you can answer Rabbi Ne'akavot, even during Shema, one should go ahead and, and uh, answer Kedusha, at least the second and third, uh, third stanzas, and answer Yeshmi Rabbah. But, look what the Mechaber adds. The Shulchan Aruch says, Chutz, mi pasuk, Shema Yisrael Baruch Shem Kavod, Shleyafsik Vem Klaal, when it comes to the first pasuk or the second pasuk, you don't stop for anything unless you fear death. But even for um, for uh, you don't stop during the first pasuk, during the first second pasuk of Baruch Shem. We're not talking about that. We're talking about once you get vahafta, you would stop. You do not stop during the first pasuk of Kriyashma. Now it's interesting. The what is the source of this, that we don't stop in the first Pasuk, but we stop for the rest? So the Vilna Gon says as follows. He says, we're all familiar with when Yaakov went down to Goshen to meet Yosef, and, the, and we went with, was going back to, to meet Yosef for the first time. The Pasuk says as follows. It says, Ves Yehuda shalach lefanav. He sent Yehuda in front of him. Yosef lowers lefanav. Goshen of Yehoah arts Goshen. He sent Yehuda down bef- before him. And it says, Vayesu Yosef makafto. Yosef went ahead. This embracious parak mem vav. Vayal likras Yisrael aviv. He went to go ahead and greet his fathers. Goshen of Vayar elav. Vayipol tzavarav. Vayifchal tzavarav od. When they finally saw each other, Yaakov and Yosef embraced. And what does Rashi say? Oh, thank you, Yossi. So Rashi says, Vayifchal tzavarav. Lashon Harbos Bechia Rashi says he was a lot of crying, a lot of emotions pent up. For 22 years, he didn't see, he didn't see uh, Yosef. Um, and then it says, Yaakov did not fall and did not lean on Yosef's shoulders. Only Yosef went to hug his father, and was crying and pouring out the emotions. Yaakov was relatively stoic. Why? He didn't even kiss him, says Rashi. So this is the so he's reading Shema. So the question is, if you're allowed to go ahead and be Meshiv for Kavod, you're certainly not allowed to be for Yira. We know that a king you must fear. Yosef had the status of a king. And the fact that he did not respond, it must be that it was only during the first Pasuk. Because if you're allowed to go ahead and be Shoel, you're certainly allowed to be Meshiv for a Kavod. You can certainly start the conversation for Yira. Yosef was a king. The fact that he, the, the, the Chacham say, the Medra says that he was saying Shema and did not respond, it could only be that it was in the first pasta. Because if it was in the rest, he should. So this says the, the Vilna Gon is the source that we should not go ahead and stop no matter what the consequences are, except fearing death, you do not stop for Baruch Shem and Shema because that is the ultimate requirement of, of, uh, of Kavana. And therefore, anything that's going to stare your Kavana or take away, you do not go ahead and stop. Okay, next. The Gemara continues. The Gemara continues. Okay, we are up to Boamine. Yeah? So, Achei. The, it was learning in the house of Rebbechia, asked from Rebbechia himself, Bahalal uv Megillah, Mashi Yafsik. So when we talk about Halal and Megillah, we're talking about Halal on, uh, during the course that you explained in a second, Uv Megillah, Megillah's Esther. Mashi Yafsik. Does one go ahead and stop 
to say hello to someone just like they, they do or don't in Kriyashma, do the halachos of Kriyashma in regard to starting or completing a conversation or responding to a salutation, does that apply to Megillah Esther? Because we're saying Megillah, we're talking about Esther, it's the only one that's, that's at least a chiv de Rabbanon, uh, or not. So, um, uh, kav, so do we say, I mean, in Kavachomer, do we say it's a Kavachomer from Kriyashma? In Kriyashma, if Kriyashma, which is Deoraisa, you have to stop. Halal, which is only Drabbanon, do you have to tell me? Of course you don't, of course you stop. If you stop during Kriyashma to speak to someone, which is Minatora, then certainly for only things that are Midrabbanon, you would stop. Oh, Dilma, maybe not. Maybe pursue Menisa Adif, maybe the pursue Menisa, which is an added level of, of importance to these mitzvahs of Kriyash, of, uh, Kriyas, uh, Megillah and Kriyas Hal, uh, Megillah and Halal, you would, you were not. So, then what? Why, why you shouldn't? Yes. Havamin is why you should. It's a lower level than, but because Pesuminisa is so great, there's an added element of it, Pesuminisa, that you don't want to stop and, and lose the possibility if someone is walking by, let's say, when, you, when you're answering and you're speaking to someone, it's, it's, it's a bizu, it's not a Pesuminisa. You're, you're trying to be farsi in the nace and you're mavazi in the nace. You're saying halal's not important. All of a sudden, someone's coming to you and you're saying hello to them. So if it's if it's just a simple kavachomer from midiraisa midrabanan kriyashma's minatora and you stop, then certainly for some midrabanan you stop. On the other hand, there's an element to the pursume nisa that you don't have by shma. So maybe we'll say the pursume nisa prevents you from going ahead and answering. So the gemara says amarle posek ve'en bekachlum. You you can stop by halal megillah and there's no issue at all. Interesting, by the way, that what exactly is 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 it so postured that halal is only is only midrabanan. In fact, so we discussed many times that there are many people who count mitzvos, who have the 613 mitzvos. The Bahag, the Bahalachas Gedolos, counts 19 separate mitzvos for halal. Counts 19 of the 613 takes for halal. Why 19? If you think about it, there is, again, we're talking about in the, in Eretz Yisrael, not here. There is two day, one day of Pesach, one day of Shavuos, Eight days of Hanukkah and not, and eight days of, and eight days of Sukkot. So eight, eight, because you have Shemina Tzeros right at the end. So eight, eight, one, and one. Okay? Here you have 21, because you have to add the, the days. But yet he counts 19, and the Rambam goes to town on him. The Rambam clearly states that one never counts the, in the Minyan Mitzvahs anything that's Midrabanan. We said that before he had 14 requirements, right? Shorash Tet, we said it has to be Noah Gladoros. In order for mitzvah to be canonized in the 613, it has to be everlasting one. Another one of the Rambam's qualifications is that anything derabonon is not counted. Otherwise, you'd have much more than 613. And the Bahag counts 19 separate mitzvahs. Halal on the first day of Pesach. Halal on the first day of Shavuos. Halal on the How? How? It's another problem. How you can even count Hanukkah? Hanukkah itself is only midrabonon. But it's interesting, the Rambam only knocks down 18 of them. He doesn't knock down 19. He says, I have a problem with 18. He doesn't enumerate what the 19th is. Ray Sachs wanted to suggest that the one time a year that even the Rambam holds that Halal's Minatora is Pesach night. Lela Seder. Why? Because as the Nitziv, we discussed this before, Halal and the Seder night is not one of commemoration. It's not Zecher. But the Rambam is actually the one who says, Chayiv Adam the haros it's atzmo, not just to see, but to show, which is why the Sephardim walk around with the potato sacks as if they're reenacting the actual exodus from Egypt. In which case, when, if we're reliving that, that night, 
when we say Hallel that night, it's not a commemoration. It's a spontaneous outburst of Shira. When, the, when B'nai Israel left, they said Hallel right there by the Kriya Samsuf. We're reenacting that. It's not the Zecher, the Siyas Mitzrayim. It's we're reenacting right now. Even the Rambam would agree that when we go in and we feel that, that Shavach and Haudot and, and, are taking us out of the Yamsuf right there and then, there's no bigger spontaneous outburst of Shira, of, of an outpouring of thanks. That is, that is Halal Minat Torah. We'll discuss tomorrow a very big topic, whether you make a bracha on minog, you don't make a bracha on minog, but I'll leave you just with one thought. The Rambam actually says, regarding this, he says, below halal shal Chanukah from Sofrim, and not only is halal on Chanukah midrabanan, elakriyas halal olam midivrei Sofrim, it's always that, b'chol yom shagom is halal, on the days, 21 days that we complete the halal, by the way, it's not including Rosh Chodesh and the last days of Pesach. So in the diaspora, we say 21 days, Eighteen days of the year, mitzvah ligmor benes halal and these are the days. Shiva simechag, seven days of Sukkot, not eight. Shmona simechanika, so eight, and and Shmona simechag is sixteen, and Chanika. Rishon shal Pesach v'yom atzeres. He says they're eighteen, but they're really nineteen, which includes the Lela Pesach. Ava Rosh Hashanah of Yom Kippur ain't bem halal. We don't say Rosh Hashanah on Yom Kippur. We don't say halal. Fishing you made shuvah of a year of apacha, the days of tr- fear, trepidation, and awe. Lo you made simcha yisera. They're not extra days of simcha, which means the Rambam seems to suggest. Many point out for me the Rambam does hold this element of simcha siyantif on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur because he says they're not. Lo you made simcha yisera. They don't have an added element of simcha, but they have a baseline level. Lo tiknu halal b'purim shekriyas hamagila hi halal. And he says, the reason why we don't say Hallel on Purim, which the Gemara says, three reasons. One is because we're still enslaved to Achashverosh, it wasn't a full Simcha. Number two, the Hallel, it's replaced by the Megillah. Or number three, we don't say Hallel for any mitzvah that happened outside of Eretz Yisrael after Yitzhak Mitzrayim. Obviously, Pesach is a notable exception. That was the first. They were in, until after Yitzhak Mitzrayim, I mean, once we became a nation, we only celebrate Hallel with those Nisim that occurred inside Eretz Yisrael. So for those reasons, we don't say halal on Purim, but if in any event, so we'll see a little bit more tomorrow about making a bracha on a minag or not, but we'll pick up tomorrow, Mitzvah Hashem. Uh, yeah.